This is the Dealer News Today podcast, the podcast for automotive executives and the professionals who support them. Hi, my name is Derek D, and I'm one of the hosts of the Dealer News Today podcast, one of the most popular shows in the automotive industry. Today, we continue with Novel Thinking, our five-part series of special partner shows featuring Cox Automotive's Randy Kobat. Randy will be interviewing dealers that are making big moves in the industry, and I can't wait to hear what they have to say. So, let's get to it. Welcome to today's episode of Viato's Novel Thinking podcast series. I'm Randy Kobat with Cox Automotive, and I'll be your host. Today's guest is Trent Waybright, Vice President of Operations for Kelly Automotive Group in Fort Wayne, Indiana. We first spoke to Trent this spring as part of our Retail Revival special series, which focused on the latest insights and thinking to help dealers manage their business in the current COVID-19 pandemic and prepare for better days ahead. As one of the most analytically savvy dealers I know, Trent's perspective on the pandemic the last time we spoke was overall optimistic. Trent noted in our last discussion that his team proactively looked for new opportunities in between the lines of the pandemic and focused on turning vehicles more efficiently. On top of that, his team had been using a virtual approach to acquiring inventory for years, solely utilizing online auctions and simulcast. This has positioned his group for success. In fact, his team saw a 71% increase in volume month over month from April to May. Now, several months later, we wanted to check back in with Trent to see how his strategy has changed and remained the same throughout this summer and fall. Trent Waybright, Vice President of Operations for Kelly Automotive Group in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, Randy. It's good to be here. It's great to talk to you as always. Um, and this is a great opportunity for us to check back in with you. You know, last time we spoke, we were about two months into the COVID-19 pandemic here in the U.S. And now I guess we're, you know, about seven months into well, what a lot of people are calling the new normal. So how have things changed since the last time we talked for you? Well, it's been an amazing year. Um, actually, we have, we have been so busy um, and had so much fun this summer, uh, you know, helping customers, selling cars. We are, you know, back up to what I would consider to be our normal. Um, our volume, for instance, at, at both of our big stores um, has nearly exceeded what we did year over year through September. Wow. Uh, we're, we're down about 5% in new, but used car volume is actually up just a tick. And uh, obviously the, the biggest difference has been the gross uh, for us this year so far. So we've had a great, it's been a great year. We've been busy. Um, customers have continued to come in and buy cars from us. That's so great to hear. And it's similar to, you know, a lot of what we've heard over the summer from many of the customers that we've been talking to. Um, and, you know, I think some of the gross that you mentioned has to do with supply and demand. Um, but, you know, you were one among, you know, our first dealers to shift to managing your used vehicles based on investment value. And uh, through the spring and summer, you know, as we've talked to dealers who said knowing each vehicle's investment value really helped them make sure they were pricing vehicles right at any given moment since, you know, those investment values could change quickly as we you know, we're going through the different supply and demand changes through the summer. So um, with, with regards to cost to market, how have you seen that change over the last several months? Well, let me, 
uh, sort of maybe back up just a shade and sure. kind of convey to you uh, what we've seen, you know, this summer uh, for the, for the uh, I suppose, since uh, maybe June. Mm-hmm. I did a bit of a study in our two big stores, actually a, a transactional study. And what it has led me to believe is that the supply and demand played a, a major role in our summer for us. Sure. Uh, all the way up through October. And as we head into November, we, what we do is we retail a lot of bronze inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think most dealers, the, the bulk of the inventory is going to be bronze. For us, it's roughly, uh, you know, 40% of it or so, most typically, maybe right. a shade more. Um, to my surprise, and completely unbeknownst to me in, in relation to prior history, we have been able to transact bronze inventory from July one through the end of October at the two big stores at 99% price to market. Wow. Which is roughly three to 4% higher than it ever has been. And I feel that that has occurred for us because we've had a major shortage of new car inventory Mm -hmm. and the bulk of our bronze inventory are purchase units. They're also late model, low mile, lease turn in type inventory. Right. And so we made the conscious decision in the springtime to pay more for these cars because it, you know, it became harder and harder to get them. Uh, but with the intent, you know, to also ask more, we made the conscientious decision to do that. And to our, to our surprise, specifically my surprise, because as you well know, we have always been a high volume turner of the inventory, 18 to 20 turns historically, almost forever. Right. Uh, which you know, we're a little bit lighter right now in the turn, but uh, for us to to pay a bit more and then get get 99% price to market out of the inventory is, it's totally unheard of. And, and bronze inventory for us actually had the biggest impact. Um, obviously, I've tracked platinum, gold, silver, and bronze. Mm-hmm. And bronze had the biggest jump, but I think it's because, you know, a good bulk of our inventory are, are acquisitions and we had to pay more. Right. And the different metals that you're mentioning are the different categories of potential investment value and and bronze typically would be the ones that you would that you would see uh, lower investment return and you're saying that they're actually performing pretty well through the summer yeah and do i think that it's going to continue no right yeah (laughs) i think you guys know me well enough to know that um you know i'm a major advocate of what viato has done with the metals and I truly believe in them, uh, but I feel like this year's been different because of the supply and demand of the new car inventory. Sure. And uh, and and I think that what helped us was we're, we're obviously a new car franchise dealer group, but bulking up the inventory, paying the extra for it to have it helped us big time uh, because a lot of the guys around us didn't have the inventory. Sure. And are you seeing those bronze cars sell faster still like we would normally see or... Has yeah, the, the total whole inventory been turning pretty quickly? The the entire inventory, I've got my Chevy store pulled up right now in this little research I did. Average days to sell, uh, and this is, again, July 1 through October, through the end of October, mm-hmm. 31.2 days overall. Wow. Um, platinum inventory turned at 28.5, gold at 28.1, silver 28.7, and bronze at 34.4, which I feel is pretty, pretty, pretty strong. That is very strong. That's great. 
And that made up 46% of our retail sales in that time period. Mm -hmm. So overall, we transacted at 97%. Wow, that's great. And you mentioned, you know, lease cars, um, purchasing cars at auction. Um, So if we just think about broadly inventory acquisition as you've been managing through these last few months, um, you know, what, what are you trying to do to acquire the right inventory and acquire it at, you know, a good cost to market? Well, um, you know, we, we've engineered the inventory for many, many years, uh, but we are buying more customers' cars today than we ever have. Mm-hmm. We've made more appointments online with customers to come in and, and sell us their own cars. Um, we monitor our sales logs at all the facilities throughout the day, every single day. So we're totally proactive in our acquisition strategy and what we do on a daily basis. You know, we're trying to fill the shelves as soon as they sell them. And most typically we're able to do it, you know, by the end of the day. Right. Uh, so we're always on, on the prowl, you know, we're, we're out trying to find the cars. Now I would say we have not physically attended a sale this year um, and, and don't plan to. Sure. So we've adapted and uh, you know, the, the manufacturers, GM financial uh, Ford, some of these guys have, have really worked hard for us this year to help, you know, make the, uh, the process online more efficient and more user friendly. And we've appreciated that. And, and so we've, we've been able to fulfill the inventory, not to mention we have really stepped up our game and, and bought a very, very high percentage of our lease turn-ins throughout all of our stores. Sure. Uh, those cars are here. The fees are less. There's less recon. We know the history of the car. It makes the whole transaction uh, that much more smooth and the car's here so we can get it through real fast. That's great. You mentioned acquiring cars at auction online um, and that's the direction, you know, our industry has been operating in for the last several months. Um, You know, we're being very cautious as we begin to open some of our auctions to make sure that we can keep all the people coming in, both our employees and uh, the customers safe. Um, Did you used to go physically to the auction and is there a big change in your experience? It was never a major aspect of our acquisition strategy. Uh, However, we did attend sales Mm -hmm. um, on a regular basis, maybe, maybe once or or twice a week. Uh, But that was the extent of it for us. This I think has solidified the pandemic and, and everything that has gone on this year has solidified the you know, the, the fact that we can do it online, we don't have to physically attend a sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it is, you know, the vehicle inspections have come along. Um, everybody is, has had to step up their game and, and be more transparent, make their processes better, make them more efficient, uh, more transparent. And so what we thought might be sort of a stumbling block has really turned into uh, an easy transition for us and everybody's been willing to adapt. Um, and it's been fun. It's been a great time. That's great to hear. You know, we, we've really focused as Cox automotive, um, in, in providing different ways, new ways, easier ways for dealers to leverage the, the online transactions at auction. So I'm glad to hear that. Um, it's working really effectively for you. That's great to hear. Yes, sir. You also mentioned in the spring, you know, really focusing in on reconditioning and you did mention it, you know, just a minute ago or so. Um, So getting cars frontline ready, getting them ready to sell faster. 
is you know those improvements that you made are those still sticking and still as important as they were before? One hundred percent. Today, as of this minute, we are at five point three days, which is still not where we want to be, mm-hmm. uh, but f- a far cry better than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with our right. overall reconditioning time frame at five point three days, with the amount of cars that that we push through. Um, this year has, I think more than anything, just helped all of us take a deep breath and really sit down and work through all the different aspects of our, our positions and our, uh, you know, our strategies and mm-hmm. our processes. And so we've, we've continued to fine tune. And, uh, so yes, we are, it, it's been a great year and, and, uh, you know, that, that whole process is continuing. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's a key part of, you know, improving your inventory management processes. And as we've dug into that part of the job, um, you know, it, there's, you know, about half the dealers today that are still using, you know, whiteboards or spreadsheets to manage the reconditioning process. And so the fact that, you know, it's 5.3 and I know you, Trent, you, you want to be really good. And so, um, 5.3 would be great for a lot of people that are managing all this manually and, and trying to do it, um, you know, kind of, uh, on the fly. So that's great to hear. Yeah. And I'm looking at my, I'm looking at our Chevy store again, but through this, this study period that I have, have sort of, uh, uh, accomplished, it appears that nearly 50% of the sales retail sales for, uh, for that store due to what we do occurred in the first 20 days, mm-hmm. which I think is a pretty big accomplishment. That's huge. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. You, you brought up appointment only uh, shopping again, and you mentioned that the last time we spoke and that your customers and your employees really were finding benefits in that. Um, so uh, I'm assuming it still remains true. And, you know, how are you looking at appraisal and purchase process in that way now versus the way, you know, we traditionally might have done it? Um, you know, I believe that we're in, a, we're, we're in sort of a new era here. And so we are going to do whatever our customers want us to do. And so um, here in Indiana, obviously, we have a mask mandate. Uh, so we, we all are required to wear masks in our dealerships, in, our, in their processes and everything that we do. And, uh, and, and all, all of the parameters and the, the things that we put in place in the spring due to the pandemic remain in effect. Obviously, some customers are uh, apprehensive. And in that case, we're going to, we're going to adjust for them, right? We're going to, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it comfortable and convenient and uh, take care of them just like we would anybody else. So in that regard, yes, we, we've adapted and we will, if somebody wants to do the entire transaction online, we will continue to do that. Uh, If they want to come to the dealership, we will set an appointment up and we will make that happen as well for them. And you're managing appraisals the same way? Yes, sir. We are. Uh, yep. We're managing, manage appraisals the exact same way and our seller calories. That's great. So are you guiding them to your website where you can walk them through kind of questions to help figure out the value of their trade-in? Yeah. In the, in the BDC, we have a BDC for the company. And, Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously, yes, we send them, um, when the transaction starts online or they have any questions, we will send them to any online tools that we have. Uh, in our case, we have a Selda Kelly website. Uh, that has generated more traffic this year than it ever has. And that's where the process starts for them. We use KBB. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
to help them determine maybe a value or a starting point for the car. And, uh, and then we contact them and we get them in and if they want to come in, if not, then we will go to them. Uh, but we make it happen. That's great. You know, I think it's fair to say that 2020 has really surprised a lot of us. And it, you know, it's taught us a lot on, you know, how resilient our industry can be and uh, how we can manage through, um, you know, big challenges. Um, what's one lesson that you'll draw from the last, you know, six or seven months um, from this experience? For me, um, I'm truly amazed at the bullish tenacity of the American people. Yep. Um, in the midst of the pandemic, customers, our customers have continued to buy cars. They've continued to come in here. They've continued to spend money uh, through the uncertainty. Um, and, and they do that just to keep the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, you know, that's what has kept us going as a dealer group. Um, just to see, you know, the intensity and the, um, the drive of the retail customer that we have. Yeah, that's great. And, and I completely would agree with you. It's, uh, it's been amazing to see, um, you know, the American people keep, you know, going to work, getting up, going to work, needing transportation. And, uh, and, and I think we've been able to help them find what they need to your point. You're exactly right. So, you know, we're coming up, it's November. Um, holidays are approaching quickly. Um, is there one thing that you're focused on here as we end the year? You said things were a little slow, slower this week than they were the prior weeks. So is there anything that you're focused on to end the year strong? Well, yes, <laughs> we, <laughs> we have got a lot going on in our company. Uh, on Monday will be opening day for our new Jaguar Land Rover store. Oh, wow. That's great. It's a new point. Um, we are in the, in the midst of building a brand new auto mall here in Fort Wayne, which this store is involved in it's in. So we have a lot going on. We have a, you know, so many moving parts and so many things, uh, to keep the ball rolling and to keep everybody excited in the company. We're going to be busy for a long time and we hope to have all that construction done by the end of next year. Uh, so we will have an entirely new, you know, auto mall here in Fort Wayne. And uh, another focus of ours will be subprime as we head into 21. Mm, okay. And from an inventory perspective, you know, being lean and mean, um, you know, taking it a day at a time, using the knowledge that the auto provides us, that Cox provides us, that cars.com provides us, that everybody, you know, provides us, um, you know, and, and taking it in and, and learning from it. Um, not just flying, you know, flying by the seat of your pants, certainly. So we, uh, we're excited about the future and about next year and, and where we're going. That's great. Trent, thank you so much for your time. You're a great friend to us. And uh, I appreciate you sharing your insights in today's podcast. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us, Trent. That was Trent Waybright, Vice President of Operations for Kelly Automotive Group in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And my thanks to all of you for tuning in today to the Novel Thinking Series. I'm Randy Kobat from Cox Automotive. See you next time. This is Dealer News Today.